0: And welcome back to the One Truth Podcast. This is your host, Aaron, and wanted to talk a little bit more about how we can take some of the wasted time that we have in our lives and give back to the Lord. So, when we last left off, we talked about doing um, a log, a time log, just to capture uh, what we do throughout the day. And uh, for some of y'all that were a little ambitious, maybe you looked at it throughout the week. And from that time that we've logged we can start to categorize things so that's what I really want to talk about today so again just for those of y'all that may not remember what I do for a living is uh, I'm a management consultant so I help businesses uh, save where possible or eliminate waste Um, and the way we do that is we take a diagnostic of where we're at and we look at the business Uh, from a production standpoint, from a financial standpoint. uh, We look at it it, the inventory, uh, lead times, a lot of different things. And everything that we look at when we start to talk from a perspective of waste um, is looked at from the customer's point of view. So, we have a couple of terms that we use called value-added and non-value-added, and that's strictly again from the customer. So, if you think of what you're willing to pay for as a customer uh, with regard to a pizza, let's say that you're going to a popular pizza place and uh, they have pizzas for five ninety-nine. Now, what you're willing to pay for for that five ninety-nine is a pizza that tastes really good. In the amount of time that you expect it so if it's a pizza place that you realize it's gonna take a while you're gonna have to sit down and wait you know 30 minutes for the pizza you're willing to pay that price you know ahead of time that's the expectation Uh, if it's one of these places that claim to have it ready to go when you get there then you're willing to pay that price and your expectation is that it's ready to go when you get there right so uh, even though we're not running a business we can look at things from the same perspective so Uh, When we look at it and we say, what's the value add, non-value add, let's look at it from the perspective of God being our customer. So, and the product we're producing for God is service to him. So what would be value add and non-value add? Now, to be honest with you, there's going to be a lot of non-value added, things that don't uh, glorify God, things that really don't do um, any service to him, but in some cases they're necessary. And we have a business term for that also. It's non-value-added, necessary, uh, or essential. Um, in business, it may be some regulatory thing that is required by the government, say, in the medical field or in, um, in the aviation field, uh, and the government's requiring some test or something, and obviously the customer's not willing to pay for that, uh, but the business still has to do it. In this case, there's things that we have to do in our lives uh, because of the way society is set up nowadays uh, that we don't necessarily have the ability to do what the early church did, which was, you know, they sold all their possessions and uh, they divvied out the money as need uh, as needed, you know, for every person there. Um, and they lived together, they spent time in each other's homes, you know, going from house to house, eating, having fellowship with one another, and their mission, their job was to spread the gospel. That was it, um along the way, Of course, they probably did some things to to earn some money uh you know, I think uh Paul, I believe, was a tent maker. Um, you know we know that Jesus was a carpenter so along the way they probably did some odd jobs odds and ends to, to make things uh, to, to make enough money or um, to barter uh, to pay for their way to do their job which was to spread the gospel so if we look at our life in the same perspective then we can start to categorize that time that you've logged as uh, waste and we have different categories of waste, and it's important to be able to put it in these categories because from those categories, there's different ways that we can eliminate those things. And in some cases, there's waste that we can't necessarily eliminate right off the bat or waste that we have to kind of keep in place. Um, in some cases, we swap one waste for another because it has a, a lesser impact than another waste may be. So in business, we have an acronym that we use called downtime, and uh, that stands for defects, overproduction, waiting, uh, non-utilized talent, transportation, inventory, motion, and excess processing. Now, for those of y'all that don't work in business, uh, this these terms may sound foreign to you, but... Um, But when you start to think about it, a lot of it is uh, pretty self-explanatory, like waiting. uh, Waiting could be, in a business perspective, could be uh, resources like uh, a person. It could be uh, a machine. Uh, It could be uh, anything. It could be the customer that's waiting. So uh, that's obviously waste. That's not uh, something that's being, being paid for by the customer. And in this case, for business, When time, the old adage, time is money, uh, then that waiting time is really important to try to eliminate or reduce as much as possible. Um, another one is transportation, transportation, obviously, unless we're in the Jetsons age where we can put, uh, you know, like a, a tablet into, uh, what looks to be a microwave, hit a button and poof, the whole turkey dinner pops out. Um, we have to actually have stuff brought to either us or to a store. Uh, and that transportation, you know, to be honest with you, I'm not, I don't care where it came from. All I know is when I go to the store, I want to pay whatever I'm expecting to pay for it. Um, I don't want to pay extra because they had to ship it from wherever around the world or even, you know, around the United States. Um, and thus, a lot of uh, businesses try to locate the manufacturing close to the process or close to the customer. So it helps to reduce that travel time, that transportation. Um, another one is inventory. Inventory is obviously a waste because until somebody's bought it, it's just money being tied up with. Um, With something, right? So, and and then another one here is motion. Motion is related to the individual, not the product. So, if uh, a person who's um, working, uh, let's say, in a kitchen. Um, And they're in that kitchen producing whatever, spaghetti. Let's say they're at Olive Garden. And that chef that's making that spaghetti has to walk from one end of the kitchen to the other to grab all of the, the noodles every time he goes to boil noodles to make, you know, Alfredo or whatever. So that, that uh, time spent and that, that distance of them walking from one end of the kitchen to the other is wasted motion. So obviously, if you have processes that you do over and over again, you want to make sure everything's really close to you. So one, it's, it's faster and it's more efficient. But two, you don't have a person that's worn out at the end of the day because they've had to walk from one end of the kitchen to the other. So I've spoken about business this whole time. But we can take this and apply it to our personal lives. So let's use inventory as an example. Um, And I'm actually going to use inventory and transportation together. So when we think of inventory, let's think of the stuff that we have in our house, because You know, all the money that we have, the ability to work, our health, everything's provided to us by God. It's a blessing from God. And it's our responsibility as Christians to utilize what God's given us to our best of our ability. And obviously we waste money in different ways. And um, we could sit there and analyze all of our expenses over and over again and find all the different ways that we're not glorifying God there. Um, And that can be really overwhelming. So let's just take it one little bit at a time. So when we think of inventory and we think of all of the, let's say, food and stuff that we have in the cabinet or even our clothes, if uh, well, let's stick with the food part of it. So if we look at our kitchen and we think of all the food that we have in our cabinets, we probably throw stuff out on a regular basis because it's expired, because we used to, we didn't use enough of it. We had inventory that was waiting. And in this case, the inventory was perishable and we had to throw it away. So not only did we have something that was taking up space, Um, and now we have to turn around and put it in the trash can. And, um, depending on when the trash man's going to pick up, could start to spoil and stink in our trash can as well. But we've also wasted some money, some of the finances that God's blessed us with on something that we didn't use all of. Right. So some of the ways that we can improve this, not only that, but then we're going to have to make another trip back to the store because whatever it was that we had, uh, went bad and now we're going to need it again. Right. Right. So some of the things that we can do is throughout the week uh, as we're uh, trying to come up with what we should do the next week, let's go ahead and make a list of some of the meals that we're going to plan or we're going to have, right? So if we sit there and we plan for our meals for the week coming up and then as we plan for those meals and we write down what it is we're going to have, we can start to go through and take inventory of what we have in our cabinets and then we can look at what we need from the store. And while we're doing that, we can also say, okay, well, I'm going to cook breakfast on these two days and we're going to need eggs for these. And then, oh, later on in the week, I'm going to cook this, this, and this, which also needs eggs. So then I can look at it and go, well, it looks like I'm going to need a half a dozen eggs, not a full, a full container. So when I go to the store, I can buy a half a dozen eggs instead of a full dozen eggs. So that's less than we have to perish. Now, granted, it's cheaper for us to buy a dozen eggs per egg. But if I can't consume all those, then it's not really a savings because I'm going to throw some of them out. And by making this list and planning ahead, we can also save ourselves a trip to the store. But how many times do you go throughout the week and you get ready to plan a meal and you go, you know what? I was going to do spaghetti, but I don't have sauce, or I don't have noodles, or we were going to go ahead and um, and do uh, hamburger steak, and uh, I don't have any gravy, or I don't have potatoes. So now we need to make another trip to the store. So. That time driving back and forth to the store is wasted time. Again, that's time that we could turn around and give to the Lord, right? So if we start to plan and we start to lay out exactly what we need to buy from the store and then we group things together to make sure that we have enough of what we need but not too much, um, then we can save trips and we can save money that we're going to waste if things go bad and spoil. You know, By taking that time that those multiple trips back and forth, we're also saving gas. That's another great thing, right? That's another uh, money that we had to spend resource that, you know, God has given us to use for him. Um, It also means that you know we can spend more time together as a family it's that much easier if we have meals planned ahead of time we have everything we need to be able to plan around the busy schedules that we have and as our kids get older and they get into sports and different things um, then that becomes valuable precious time that we can have that we actually have all of our schedules line up so this is just one way by taking the waste of transportation, the, the waste of uh, inventory, and putting those things together to now we can give back to the Lord. So when you're looking at your log your time log start looking at how many trips you make to the store how many trips you make to the gas station um, how many times you have to go get you know odds and ends that you didn't anticipate because before you went to the store instead of taking a few minutes to make an inventory so that you utilize that trip to the store more efficiently uh, we just kind of go ad hoc or whenever we feel like we need something um, it'll also help us in my case where I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight, (laughs) it'll help because then I'm not randomly roaming around the store for things that I have no idea what I need. And if I'm a little bit hungry, I end up picking up stuff that I don't need to munch on on the way home. Uh, and that's another point, you know, when we get ready to go shopping through the store, um, actually shop with a purpose, you know, some of the, a long time ago, I worked for, um, Uh, a huge retailer. I think it's uh, considered the largest retailer in uh, the world, Um, not online, brick and mortar. And uh, when I worked for that retailer, uh, they have a whole area that's up by the cash registers um, that is considered the impulse department. And uh, the impulse department is there so that as you're waiting in line to check out, you get an impulse to buy gum or whatever random items there are in line. And you pick them up and you buy them. You didn't need them. You didn't go there for that purpose. You know, part of the reason that they design the store the way they do with the eggs and stuff all the way at the very back of the store, the eggs and milk, is because they know that that's something that people need and if you have to walk all the way through an entire store, the likelihood of you picking things up that you didn't plan for is much greater than if everything was at the front. It would be much more convenient for things to be located in the front, but that wouldn't allow them to, the potential to get another sale. So if we start to plan out our time, plan out our schedule to go to the to the store and exactly what we need, and then we move with the purpose through the store... That time that we've saved, again, we can turn around and give that back to the Lord. And of course, while you're riding in the car to the store and back from the store, pop open that Bible app and have it start playing some scripture for you. Well, thank you for tuning in and join us next time. where We'll talk a little bit more about some of the other wastes and how we can eliminate those in our lives. God bless and continue to do the Lord's work. Thank you.